If you do follow us on Twitter and Facebook, you'll see that Friday we debuted a video interview with Marco Andretti. Marco Andretti was going into a weekend where his buddy Sage Karam was getting married. Well, actually got married on Friday. And then, of course, the SRX race was Saturday night in Nashville, which uh, he didn't do so damn well in that. But the video interview of Marco is fan-freaking-tastic. We caught up with him in his office in Pennsylvania. And we span all kinds of things. In fact, you'll hear some audio where we go back 16 years ago when he was running in the Star Mazda series, which is fan-freaking-tastic. It's great 14, 15 minutes of the former full-time IndyCar series driver, which you'll also hear his plans for the IndyCar series, and the R-word. So we started off with him sitting in his office. It's Marco Andretti with the Freaks, Lucas Oil Studios. Marco Andretti joining us here in the Freak Nation and looking at that big, fat, freaking desk behind you. you got like 36 chairs. Is this the executive offices of uh, the Andretti uh, extravaganza? I think I'm just overcompensating for not doing enough work. That's all that is. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. So on, on, on any given day, would there be you – Mario and Michael and maybe your sister in that office? Um, well, no, this is actually, you know, at my personal house. So I have, uh, you know, I run my real estate stuff out of here. And um, and also, uh, like aviation, we have a uh, charter business. So, um, you know, we do a lot of stuff like that. And then, obviously, my desk is uh, to talk to media and my engineers on the racing side. Yeah, so, so much for that answer of, for me, not doing much back here, whatever. So you might not be racing in, in a cockpit as often as people remember, but you're still massively busy. What the heck? And you have to be enjoying that, though, now that you have more time to focus on all of that. Yeah, it's actually, yeah, now that I have a little bit limit, uh, more limited schedule, I've been able to really dive into stuff and not, not micromanage, but at least, uh, you know, look at it more than just quarterly and stuff like that. So um, yeah, it's, it's been fun to, to, you know, try to be smart about retirement. Obviously I've been blessed with a, with a, a long professional career, but it, it doesn't last forever. Okay. The let's talk R about words. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. Go for it. Stat. Go for it. Still on the table. All three of those desks back there. Retirement. <laughs> Where did that come from? Where you did you, that you felt comfortable in saying that? Well, no, I mean, I, I, uh, never actually said that word. I just think, uh, you know, being able to, pretty much manipulate my schedule the way I want it is, is more like it. And, uh, you know, I still want to race cars. I still want to have fun. I still want to win the Indy 500. And so I could see, you know, me being on the grid at Indy for a lot of years to come until I can pick that one off my box, which I, I feel I can. So, um, and just having other options to just smile and have fun and try to win different types of races and challenge myself in different sandboxes. It's been, uh, it's been a blast. And, uh, I would have said even at Slinger, if I didn't win the race, I would have had so much fun there. And, and that place is just so unique. And it's nothing like I've ever done before. I, I always said that that track is one that I'm used to, like, running on on foot, the type of distance. Is that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's it's really unique and fun. Let me ask you, this is a, I hadn't planned on asking this, but it came into my head. You had You having success, or at least you're smiling, after going into racing disciplines that don't have the Andretti name so solidly attached to it, are you going to find that more comforting to be in a place where you don't have to live up to that Andretti name? 
it's not only that, it's just being able to, to make it my baby and carve my own path and do things I want to do, I think is more like it. And, and if we can, you know, keep the Andretti name, name successful and, and, you know, stuff we haven't touched, I think that's awesome. And I think, you know, the future of, uh, Tony and Ray's series SRX is, is, uh, who knows? Cause I mean, the ratings are the ratings and, you know, we're lucky to be a part of it from a ground level and, and, uh, just what a blast it is. And, um, but yeah, to be able to be successful and, and, uh, you know, win a couple of heat races and a feature has been just a blast so far. So you're basically taking the Andretti name back to basics. You're going back to what Mario did and just racing a bunch of different things to find your footing, to find what really makes you happy again, which is, let's be honest, everything just in a cockpit. Yeah. I mean, the purity of driving, I've, I've always loved, you know, I, there's just, a, you know, a lot that comes with actually even driving for your father and stuff like that. And, um, when it goes right, everything's fine, but, uh, when it goes wrong, it's all kind of, um, double it seems, but, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely, it's more refreshing. You know, I'm definitely a more laid back guy. I think if you ask anybody close to me, I've been, uh, really relaxed and, and, uh, just really loving the sport again. And that's, uh, that's what I'm going to continue to do. Well, actually the one person we need to ask is Marta. Would she say that? Yeah, yes, you would. <laughs> Good. Marco Andretti joining us here in the Lucas Hole Studios. And Marco, is it, do you miss the slap camaraderie with your IndyCar guys, whether it's Scott Dixon or a Colton Herta or all those guys being able to, you know, cuss and drink beers and slobber on each other and tell stupid what? stories? Do you miss that uh, at all? We're way classier than you're making us now. Um, <laughs> no, uh, no, we're not, first of all. But, uh, they're right. They're actually uh, a lot of them are trickling in for Sage Karam's wedding, and I got to host, you know, most of them this weekend. And everybody's in tonight. Uh, Hinchcliffe, the Canons, the New Gardens. Um, you know, Connor's already probably still sleeping upstairs. So um, <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll all be at the pool, and then you know I'll be having to feed them meals and bring them oh. stuff the whole time. So you know, harsh. <laughs> wow, Marco Andretti. Uh, several years ago. Tony Conan talked about bringing you in to Miami and working in the gym. And we've known you since you were a teenager. And now we're looking at this grown man with a beard and biceps and a, a, a weight training. You still doing that? Did that become a part of your life? I think this is just a tight shirt, but yeah, I, I uh, you know, I've been working. I do a lot of, um, I do a lot of cardio. I do a lot of running and stuff like that. And uh, he does a lot of long distance stuff. I do maybe shorter and, and a little bit quicker. So, um, you know, yeah, I, I try to lift only like once a week because I, I like have the jeans that, that dad has. Like we just kind of puff up up here and you can't be too big to drive a race car. Maybe a stock car, but not a race, not an Indy car. Hey, uh, let me let me touch on that note. Now, Marco, do you realize how long you've been? We've been around for 21 years, Marco. Do you realize how long you've been coming in to the freak nation? Well, I was, I was just talking with one of my buddies and they're like, you know, uh, we we're talking about how long professionally I'm going into my 17th Indy 500. And I'm about mm -hmm. to pass that. I'm, I'm tied with that, which is crazy. But, um, so yeah, for Indy 500 start, but so that's professionally, but I've been, I've been racing competitively, you know, for a quarter of a century. I mean, it's so, yeah, I do know how long. And, and uh, you guys have been there from, from the dumps. Well, cool. well, hold on. Let me, uh, oh, we're no. all going to cringe, no. Marco. But let me flash back to when you were 15 years old. <laughs> 
does it get tiring being an Andretti or is there just, is there too much stress or is it a lot of fun? A little of both. Um, there's, there's always, uh, the stress behind it, but you can't think about it or you're not going to go fast. You know, they ask that question a lot and I guess you just have to put it behind you and just go do your thing. You can't keep thinking about the pressures of it or you're not going to go fast. Do you get chicks though with the name? Well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. For the wrong reasons though. Sometimes. Oh God! Who was that child? <laughs> I don't even know where to start with that one. Uh, <laughs> that's funny, but at least, hey, at least I had my guard up and I was looking for the right one that early. It seemed like. <laughs> yes, yes, you were. Way to go, Marta! <laughs> you had no idea where to buy a beard in those days. Look at you barely fit in that seat, dude. Hey, you were a child. <laughs> wow. Was that Star Mazda? I yeah. think. I was, was thinking it. Yeah. Probably. It was Star Mazda at, at Sebring. You were oh, 15 yes. years old. I think you'd been on the radio show one or two times before. And you walk in and see us four sitting in those chairs that, that just what fell out of the freaking, you know, for some people, hell, which what fell out of the sky. And you see us going, what the hell did I get myself into, man? Like, is this big time motorsports? I've made it. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> hey, talk about the SRX. And you mentioned that in an earlier comment, how this is the way it's blowing up. TV ratings are bonkers. And all of you guys, whether you're in the 20s, 30s, or even 50s or 60s, are digging this series. What's so much damn fun about this for you guys? Well, I think, personally, for the fans, I think, you know, credit to Ray and his team and, and Tony, they really listen to the fans because in the end of the day, we are paid as entertainers and we're catering to the fans. That's what we're doing. And so uh, that makes it fun because we're actually going on Twitter. We're looking, okay, we got to make the numbers bigger. They want this, they want that. And they're actually reacting and doing it rather than almost acting like we know, we know more than you type of thing. So it, it all comes down to the fans in the end of the day. So that's what makes it fun. Um, I think just the, the purity of it, like show up, roll out there and see who can adapt the quickest is, is, is fun as well. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's just, it just brings me back to the purity of, of just driving with a smile on my face. And it's been uh, an absolute blast. SRX aside, do you feel that that's what racing needs or should be? Because that's been kind of a debate in NASCAR between the drivers and the sanctioning body recently. Are you guys as drivers entertainers or are you there as athletes? It, well, clearly you're athletes, but which one is the priority, entertainment or racing as a sport? Well, I think it's about finding the balance to, to really pleasing your corporate sponsors and still having a voice is my opinion because, you know, if you become too PC and too robotic, it's to me it's not interesting. I mean, the, people want to see Paul Tracy fighting, trying to fight people and uh, <laughs> every every uh, every you know, sport or every movie needs a villain. And so uh, that's what makes it good. And so, and he plays that part and he knows he does and it's, it's uh, and it's a blast. So I think what is also intriguing about it is there's so many different, uh, well, ages for one, but different types of disciplines all meshed into one and, and uh, you know, champions in different sports and me. And, uh, you know, I think it's been cool to be able to go against some of the best, even in stock cars and, and, and be racing wheel to wheel with them. It's just been awesome. 
Okay, address that champions thing real quick because why does it have to be a champion in the driver's seat in SRX? I mean, you've got Hallie Diggin, you've got you've got a lot of other drivers that are coming in and out on their weekends. They're not champions, they're just having fun with you guys, but they still have a massive resume like you do. It's about the following that that we all bring for sure. And and um and I say champions, but we've all done our our you know fair share of winning championships, just maybe not at the at IndyCar, you know, in my opinion or in my case, but I think, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's all about the different fan bases and everybody brings uh, their own. And I think you just mm-hmm. put it a culmination into one and, and then we actually put on a heck of a show, which I, in my opinion, is, uh, is pretty entertaining. LeBron James, many years ago when he was at Miami, he tried that villain role. You mentioned villains in the entertainment world. Is there room for an Andretti and the villain side of the curtain? Well, I try to stay out of that because I want to actually try to win the race. So, um, you know, you don't want to be caught up. I mean, that's, that's, I'm learning that etiquette as far as having fenders because I'm used to being, you know, touching and it being a very, very bad thing in, in open wheels. So I'm actually learning to lean on guys to where you're still respected after the race and not pissing everybody off. And so, you know, I want to finish the race and have guys being like, good job, instead of I'm going to get you next week, you know, because I want to go into Nashville trying to win it, not having four guys wanting to take me out. Right. So it's, it's about finding that balance of, Oh, that was too much, you know, give and take. And that that's been new and fun to me too. So I don't know if I play the villain role. I play the, um, you know, I don't really, I have my opinion and I don't really care about, you know, certain others role, but, uh, but you know, I don't want to be a bad guy. When you wreck a car in the SRX series, who gets the bill? Does Tony or Ray say, bro, you wrecked this thing, Marco. You've got to foot the freaking bill, Broham. You know what's funny is uh, I'd rather foot the bill than than have to hear from these guys after these races. So um, <laughs> it's uh, no, I'll get a text. You know, I over revved an engine, and honestly, it's more. It's not even about the money. It's about putting these guys. You know, the crew guys. I said next time I, I over rev an engine, I'll be there to change the the engine with them. You know, because it's you know six races in a row, brand new series. They're, they're thrown into it, and you know they're putting really good race cars together. So, um, yeah, no, it's more about the actually the labor than anything. Did you jump the gun last week to get that win? I had a really really good time to restart, and he and I heard him spin the tires, and I knew as soon as he spun the tires that I would have a shot at it, and then I also knew that they were going to say I jumped it because he spun the tire. So, I, I mean, it, it kind of made me look better than, you know, it would have, because I just had, I had the perfect drivability and I almost in my head wanted to put the throttle down. Like there was an egg under it to, to nail that part of it. And I think I did a good job of it. And I don't, you know, I think he spun the tires a little bit. So, um, you know, I, I did read a little bit of that and you're going <laughs> to you're gonna get that. I, I honestly, I don't win the race without the last yellow, but, but I think I did a pretty decent job from that yellow to the check. Dude, this is badass, man. You look happy. You look healthy. Yes. Uh, look like you're enjoying things, right? I am. Yeah. Thank you. Love it. Thanks, guys. Cool. See ya. See ya. All right. Take care. <laughs>